Hi, my name's Catherine and I'm your host for season two of My Study Journey. In this six-part podcast, we hear inspiring stories and delve into what life is really like as an international student studying here at TAFE Queensland. Today we have the wonderful Sandy from our Acacia Ridge campus in Brisbane. Sandy is currently studying a certificate three in cabinet making. You are a wonderful ambassador for TAFE Queensland as well as being an international student. Thank you so much for coming in here today and having a chat with us. Thank you. I am from South Korea. I speak Korean, English and Pongse. So just a bit of French, yeah. yeah. So working on it, <laughs> nice. so yeah. My grandpa, he was actually from North Korea, but then he moved down south while we were having this Korean War in 1950 to 53. So he escaped or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to like walk 13 days down south wow but then after the war like things got out of control so like he just couldn't do a thing so he had to like walk he was like a bagger like because <laughs> he couldn't wash eat or anything for wow. 13 days so that was like an adventure so yeah an adventure yeah yeah <laughs> What is the difference between North Korea and South Korea? Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> North Korea, they can't really move out of country unless you're like the Kim Jong-un family, I think. They're pretty much brainwashed. Do you think they know that other countries outside of their country are totally different? I think they pretty much don't know. Korea, it's more like more population, like double the population of Australia. I'm originally from Seoul buildings skyscrapers and people there are really busy and very competitive uh, whereas here we are kind of chilled relaxed so when did the thought of you coming to Australia or traveling come into play I used to live in Adelaide when I was in year six so my whole family moved to Adelaide but I was literally like dragged by my parents because <laughs> it was too costly for international students, the tuition fees and everything. So I lived here for about like 11 months, about a year. And then I went back to Korea, was in uni studying animal science. And then I was here to travel in 2018. And then I realized this is a place where I belong and this is where I should be. So I just went back, dropped my school and came straight to Australia. You have very good English. Where did you learn your English? Korea. We have this like private schools, which is also making things like competitive things. So like, sorry, mom, but she was quite obsessive with um, education. We had to go to school and then 3 p.m. it's done. And then you go to like English school, like extra courses and then math and then science and stuff like that. So that was one. And the other one was because I really like learning new languages. So that's probably why I'm still learning all the new languages as well. That's probably why I studied freaking as hard. That's one. <laughs> yeah. So school, mom's obsession and my as of hard work. Did your parents have quite a lot of influence on what you studied, not only just English, but at uni and stuff like that? Yes, I would say, but I wasn't really a good kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was always the one who was saying no to what my parents were saying. So um, my mom kind of wanted me to come back home by nine or something. And I'm like, no, I'm going to study. Like if I want to study, I'm going to study. So like I was staying, we have this like kind of study room. We call it Toksashi. So like I was staying there till two in the morning, but I literally was studying. I wasn't doing something else. I was going to say, I love how your interpretation of a naughty kid is someone staying out later studying. I mean, (laughs) that's not the same. In Australia at all. <laughs> I mean, not just that, but you know, just like I didn't really do what my parents wanted me to do. But I wouldn't say my parents did not influence all the choices that I've made. So, for example, like uni after like graduation, because I was like so exhausted and everything. So I just wanted to take like a gap year or like for five years or so so that I could travel <laughs> and like experience and find what I really want. But then my parents were like, no, you have to like go to uni, um, find your husband and get married, have a good job and just live a ordinary life. But that was never the life that I wanted. In the end, I've chose here. So they weren't happy about you coming to Australia? I didn't really talk to my parents for about an year, I think, (laughs) after deciding that I'm going to leave. Just didn't understand my lifestyle and stuff. But now they kind of do appreciate it. They kind of thought that I would be back home in like two months or three months after coming to Australia. They thought I wouldn't make it, but um, here I am. So (laughs) the choice that I made was right. I came here on 11th of December. I left Korea on 10th. I had this like belief within me. I'm thinking that I can do this and this is something that I've really wanted, like longed for. But still I was like so scared to actually jump into the dream that I've actually wanted. On 10th, I was getting paid from the work that I was working and I went to Perth. I actually worked as like a hairdresser, like an assistant hairdresser. Wow. Because I just didn't want to do something that I used to do. I was like an English teacher and doing hospitality jobs. I had like a bunch of experiences and I was like sick of all of them. So I'm like, okay, I just really want to do something totally different. And then I worked there for about a month or two. I realized how sucked I was um, (laughs) doing all these stuff. I was just so bad. I thought, okay, I should kind of change my job. But not just that. Perth was beautiful, but still, because I had no car and no friend, I went to Sydney. Work was amazing, amazing friends. Because it's big cities, obviously. There are so many immigrants, travelers, new experiences, and I loved it. But then the COVID hit. So that was in March. So... I was stuck in this apartment, really small. We couldn't even go out in Sydney. No job, lost my job because the stores were like shutting down all the hospitality and everything. So, um, okay, so this is not the kind of life that I want. And too many people and I'm stuck here, not worth it. I'm paying this crazy rent. Okay, I'm moving. Do you know how the visa works? Working holiday? Can you explain it? Yeah, so like you get the first a one year of working holiday and then if you serve in this agricultural or any kind of factory for more than three months you get the second year working holiday visa so i left sydney like right on the day when the border was closing where i was like safe brisbane and it was so good because sydney in march was so cold and it was freezing but then here it's like all warm people are like chilled sunny and did you have a sense of relief as soon as yes. you walked into the state <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 
I was lucky, I would, I would say. So um, came here, went to this farming thing. I was even thinking of going back to Korea, but you know, after like 10 years of planning, I can't just go home, like <laughs> I can't just leave. But then my money was like almost like a piggy bank. It was going like, because <laughs> I've already booked a plane to Korea and I actually had a job offer from this co-worker and a teacher and she offered me to run this whole office teaching kids. Wow. And that was a big thing. Like that was a big treat. I just couldn't sleep for two or three days because I couldn't make decision like if I should go back or not because going back, that's like giving up on the plans and dreams that I had for decade so i just stayed what i'm doing now the cabinet making it's not something like female can't do but it's something that you can do when you're physically fit when there's a challenge or you're faced with you know a fork in the road which direction you can mm -hmm. go once you make that decision to not go back to korea it makes you fight harder for what you've got yeah in definitely. brisbane or in in queensland yeah, yeah you know where you're heading so i'm staying and i love school can you just describe what brisbane is like as a city they have this really high apartments like 30 stories building like high really high they have this like beautiful night views and even the story bridge underneath they had this big pub it was a great place to have a beer with your friend <laughs> yeah so it's amazing you can just like bike all the way from like where i live like down south up to the city yeah. which is amazing all the reserves and mountains they're beautiful and beaches gold coast i go to i go to sunny coast also glasshouse mountains they have so many like rivers here that's also beautiful people are really nice compared to big cities people are not obsessed with money brisbane everything's like close so melbourne Sydney, Adelaide, they're all super close. And also New Zealand, it's closer. <laughs> Everything is here. How is dating in Brisbane, Queensland? It's good, culturally, multicultural, I love that. I use an app, like a meetups, or you have this like Tinder, but I didn't really get any like a proper match from Tinder. <laughs> but um, you know, wherever you go, you can actually make friends. So like you can just like go to pub and when you're like sipping all the beers and everything and someone like guy next to you say, hi, how are you? And I'm like, hi, how are you? So like you become like a friend or like a, could be a partner or it could be like a casual dates or anything. These days I'm also learning tarot reading. Wow. So, you know, those kind of meetups could be one. So you found it pretty easy to make friends and... Yeah, because there obviously is going to be a cultural difference, especially when you're from Asian countries. And in my opinion, or based on what I've experienced, it feels like here you just get respected. What was the biggest culture shock that you had when you came to Australia? How slow paced things were. Can you tell me some Aussie slang that you know? Uh, Barbie. Which is? Barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> g'day mate. Good morning, good day. Just yeah. g'day. Yeah. In Korea, I don't know about other countries, but in Korea we learn English that's based in American accents. Even here, I got a bit of mix of all the American, Australian, British, all everything. But when I just watch all the Netflix or something and I just speak in American accent, people would go, sorry, what, what? Yeah. And I'm like, no, can I have a water? And then they're like, sorry. I'm like, water? So they would <laughs> yeah. go, oh, yeah, sure. So stuff's like that. What's an esky? That's uh, ice. We call it like an ice box in Korea, but that's like a, where you, you just um, keep things like yeah. cold, cool. Yeah. Smoko. 
Oh yeah, smoker. Um, that's not smoking. That's a break, like a recess for school students. So like、mm. a break that you have, short break that you have when you're at school or even at work, right? Smoker. But we also call it like lunch, just like lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously you're studying cabinet making,、mm-hmm. which again is predominantly males. How many times do you have a smoker? We have like three smokers, which is good for me. So we have like twenty minutes each. So、yeah. we have first one at eight, and second one eleven, last one one、um, p.m.、Yeah. At TAFE, we have two smoker, yeah,、like、two breaks. So one by eleven, which lasts for twenty minutes, and one by twelve thirty or one, and that lasts for forty minutes. So you're currently studying at TAFE Queensland cabinet making apprenticeship. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I'm doing certificate three here at TAFE. We are doing the cabinet tree. So the difference between cabinet making and construction is more about internal jobs, like interiors. We just make all the furnitures or like cabinets.、Um, so we usually work indoors,、mm-hmm. which is really good because you know the heat that we have here in Australia—it's crazy. Yeah. We also do all the. Shop lifting, shop they, fitting. Oh, shop think, yeah, fitting. Shop lifting means、oh、that you're, <laughs> you're going、fitting. in there and stealing. Oh, thanks. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it again. <laughs> okay, not not alive. <laughs> Dumbing yourself in there.、No. Yeah. So shop fitting. My greatest teacher, Peter. He kind of showed me. Around, so like I got to see all the shop fitting, and it was amazing. So、um, they either do cabinet making or shop fitting, or they do it together. Yeah. So I'm not really sure where I would go after I graduate, but it just looks so cool. And if you want to study further, they also will lead you to interior design,、mm-hmm. which is also something that I'm really interested in. So I'm actually learning all the AutoCADs and programmings, getting it privately tutored. Yeah. But I heard next year we are actually learning them here. It's in the course. I heard、yeah. you have like pathways or the things. If you learn these, you could go farther. That's so exciting. Yeah, very much. I love this job.、Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today.、Um, we really appreciate having a chat with you, and you've got such an interesting story, and you're doing such a good job. So good luck with your future, and yeah, we'll see you around campus. Thank you so much for having me. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.